Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. What's up, guys? Sanjay Malingtala here, and welcome back to another Birdie Num Num podcast. This week for the podcast, we are talking about dating, and a couple of you guys messaged me on my Facebook page, uh, but also you can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram as well, and you asked, why am I still single, or how do I meet somebody? So I am clipping these two messages together and letting you guys know uh, why you're still single. Um, disclaimer, public disclaimer, um, life investment mutual fund. <laughs> I don't know what that freaking term is, but uh, I don't know, man. I hope everyone's having a good week, though. And I do want to talk about uh, something that I have been thinking about for a while. I used to think about it as well. Obviously, I'm coming off a recent wedding, but I would like to share with you guys a couple of reasons why you are still single. And this is for guys and girls. So let's get right to it, shall we? Um, now, I have a lot of friends who are single. I have a lot of friends who waste a lot of time out at the bars and the restaurants and stuff. And I've done it myself. Um, I played around with all the apps myself. Uh, one of my favorite things about apps is, you know, before the apps, back in my day, we had a date on a browser. Um, I like how online dating on a browser is now retro and like, you know, like it's cool now to talk about how you're old school and meet at Charlie.com. We had to use Internet Explorer. Like that's the equivalent of, you know, when I was your age, we had to go 10 kilometers for a glass of water uphill both ways. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, number one reason why I think uh, a lot of people are still single if they don't want to be. Or are, you know, having bad luck on the dating scene or the dating apps or the dating websites is number one, you refuse to pay for the apps, bro. What is going on? What's happening here? I want to tell you guys a story. A long time ago, um, I, not a long time ago, recently I was flying AirAsia from Bangalore uh, to Bangkok, I want to say. And I don't know if anyone's flown AirAsia, but they make you pay for your check-in luggage, you know, 20 kgs of basically the suitcase you want to put under the plane. And uh, when you get to the airport, they charge you, uh, you know, like a thousand rupees or 2000 rupees for that. And when you do it online, when you're buying your ticket, they offer you uh, to pay for it uh, for pretty much the same price. But then they also factor in like, hey, do you want to you know, upgrade to like a VIP thing? And it's like another thousand rupees right there on your ticket. But that includes that suitcase that you're going to pay 2,000 rupees for, uh, you know, at the airport. But most people, of course, don't do it. They know that. I know that. Um, and then they end up getting screwed at the airport. And when I did it, I did it by mistake once. I had left it in my cart. And then when I got to the airport, she was like, oh, you have the, the VIP thing. Number one, you get more kilos than everybody else. Number two, you paid less than they did or about the same price. Number three... Uh, you get to skip the line of 600 people trying to get on this flight. And number four, uh, you know, have a free meal on the plane. And this is not an advertisement for that. I'm just saying that all of that, I was like, whoa, I was just way too annoyed in the beginning. The first few times I booked that ticket that they were asking me for extra money. And I feel like um, people look at the dating apps uh, the same way. And I got to tell you, if this was like hedge funds or, you know, stock trading, I feel like these paid dating apps are heavily undervalued. Um, you know, for anything. I mean, if you can't spend $5 a month or 300 rupees a month or a year or whatever uh, to potentially improve the efficiency of finding your life partner, 
um, or even just a good date, you know, or somebody to date around with for a few months or whatever. Um, I really don't know what you're doing for literally the price of a drink that you waste anyways every week going out pointlessly with your friends, dropping money after money on a night of the same 10 guys drinking around and complaining. Uh, you do not want to spend $3 a month or a dollar a month or $10 a month uh, to make this process a lot easier. Wouldn't you rather do you not know what opportunity cost is, bro? Um, so, I mean, I got to say a lot of these apps, whether it's Tinder, whether it's Bumble, um, what are the other ones? There's, uh, by the way, I loved, I loved there used to be a dating website. I'm sure it's still around in America called Plenty of Fish, where it's the only free dating app. And all I could think of was, wow, if you can't pay, uh, you know, a few bucks <laughs> to potentially meet your soulmate, um, what are the type of people you're going to get on these free dating apps? You know, it's probably not going to be, uh, the highest, um, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Maybe some people are scared or they don't want to do it, but, um, that just fascinates me. Like pay the few bucks, dude. Like I, I feel like we all, I don't know how young people feel about this, but I feel like we all have a different attitude towards paying for digital goods. You know, <laughs> like I used to do this joke that, uh, I realized I was getting older. Um, cause the other day I needed to use Adobe Photoshop and uh, I actually paid for it. You know, like I didn't torrent it or crack it. Um, and that's kind of, uh, the mentality right now. Like, I don't want, I know I could probably crack some software or find a hack or whatever, but for those $3 or the same price that I pay for like an appetizer on Swiggy that I'm going to waste anyways, um, I could have peace of mind and I could know that I've done something legally appropriately and I have support with my contract, you know? Um, that's another thing. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but for anyone who actually buys software, um, you can actually use free tickets and support rather than spending 90 hours trying to Google something and figure it out on your own. So let them do it, guys. Um, also, whenever I, I do one of those like chat support things or like I always ask the people where they're from and if they're in like India, I'm like, oh, that's um, right down the road. So um, so yeah, pay for the apps, guys. That's number one. Uh, number two, okay, and I've talked about this in so many videos and in so many uh, things that I've done is most people, especially with dating, dating India, dating in India, hashtag, hashtag dating India, um, is they always look outwards, but they never, ever, ever look inwards. And I think that's horrible. Um, you know, I can't blame you guys. I mean, you think that, you know, the problem is with the rest of the world or, you know, men are so stupid. I just, men, ugh, I just hate men. They're just so dumb. And then, you know, guys also were like, oh, women just... Like I saw the funniest meme and I'm going to shit on memes in a bit, but like I, I saw the funniest meme where it was like, it looked like one of those like NYPD bomb diffuser guys in like the hazmat suit. And then he was putting on the gloves and looking like the predator, like he's about to go in and defuse a bomb in Baghdad. And then the meme text was, you know, when your girl says everything is fine <laughs> and uh, how true it is. But, um, you know, guys, girls, uh, if you have a problem or you're not where you want to be in life or, you know, you think everyone is out to get you and you like playing the victim and feeling sorry for yourself, um, you need to stop looking outwards and you just start looking inwards. And I don't mean like work hard and every good thing will happen or, you know, keep your head down and hustle. I mean, I do mean all those things, actually. Um, but you got to stay busy, man. You got to like, I think one thing that's really helped me is I actually write down a schedule of what I'm going to do tomorrow. Not like a bullet point list, but um, I probably maybe I try every night to, if I see the notepad around like, all right, tomorrow, 8 a.m. this, 10 a.m. that. But 
I'm also like, all right, you know, in March, I want to hit 10 podcasts. I want to do three YouTube videos. I want to record two stand-up shows. And uh, I want to run these Facebook ads. Uh, you know, I want to grow my social media following with 10 blog posts. Like, you have to... I know it sounds um, straightforward or it sounds like it's all random. And I read this other guy named Navel, N-A-V-A-L. I forgot. I think that he's on Twitter. He's very popular. And he was like, don't have a schedule. Schedules are BS. And that works a lot of times. But um, ultimately, dude, if you need to, you need to be like your, your body is a corporation and you are the CEO, you know, um, you really need to look inwards. And once you start doing that, and I know it's so cliche, and I even cringe saying it now, but the second you start improving the things that you want to do, um, people are attracted to that energy, and you will meet them, right? So, uh, you know, you probably, if you're like any other 25 to 35-year-old Indian male uh, across the world, or male in general, you probably waste a lot of time at, you know, mindless things like bars and restaurants, uh, as opposed to having activities, having hobbies, doing stuff that puts you around people, like going to the gym, taking French classes, going to a startup meeting, going to a meetup for any hobbyist of photographers, whatever, going to the museum, walking around, uh, you know, I mean, do yoga, not to meet people, but do it to like feel better. But, you know, make friends in those circles and don't be the creepy, horny guy who, who's always trying to have ulterior motives there. But um, I think it's very okay. I mean, dude, we're all lonely. We're all eating a shit sandwich out here, you know. Uh, we all have a tough time going and nobody bothers me more than the guy or girl who's always complaining like, like where are all the men or it's so hard to meet people. And like women do this too. Like there's this Instagram page I, I, I follow called like my therapist says or something like that. And um, it's always like, you know, when, when people ask me why I'm still single and it just shows a girl curled up in her bed watching Netflix on a Friday night and like 8,000 comments, yeah, that's me, yeah, that's awesome, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ladies, why are you condoning this behavior? I mean, guys also, I'm sure, I know plenty of guy friends who are also lazy about this stuff, but, um, you know, anything in life that's important takes work and it takes effort, and I'm not saying go out and get drunk point pointlessly, guys or girls, uh, but I am saying, man, like, you know, don't revel in your laziness and i know memes are funny i like it too once in a while uh but you know if you're gonna sit at home watching 18 netflix shows in a month um yet you you have a hard time uh you know talking about why people are dumb or they're not, they're not out there i mean dude you get your food from an app you get your freaking uh sex from an app if we're talking about all these apps uh, ironically um you get anything done urban ladder you know you want a contractor at home app um, you, you can work through apps, uh, and now, um, you know, a, a peace of mind through an app with headspace and all that stuff. Like, I mean, get out and like put the app down, you know, so close the app guys, what's happening. So anyways, um, number one was pay for those apps, ironically. Um, but number two, uh, while you're doing that, uh, make yourself an attractive candidate by looking inwards, not outwards. Um, number three, I have a lot of friends who do this dude on, uh, on, on what is it, uh, on being single and, and, oh God, I hate these guys. Like I'm talking about the overthinkers, the overanalyzers, the guys who look at women, like they're like a McKinsey strategy deck. You know what I mean? Like they're like, Hmm, I've got to like touch her elbow like at the right time or make eye contact, hold eye contact for only five seconds, then look away. Oh, compliment her. Then don't compliment her. Oh man, her like feet are fidgeting. She must be nervous. Oh, she's playing with her hair. This, that, that like, 
God, I hate these dudes, dude. Like, I understand it works for some and it's a form. And when you're desperate, like, you know, you look for validation, you look for tutorials, you look for like this YouTube channel, Charisma on Command. You know, Steve Jobs was a great presence because he held his chest up high and like, you know, didn't slouch. And I mean, these are all things that are very important to know, but they're also important things you have to experience to actually ingrain them in your head. Like a lot of people... Um, think they can watch a video about how to be charismatic and then it's going to happen. No, man, you have to practice it. And I don't mean practice it like looking at a girl's, like, do you look at your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad, like all of their moves and fidgets and quirks and, you know, or do you just kind of play off the chemistry with family and friends? And, you know, I think that's the crazy thing about chemistry, you know, for every opposite or for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And I think that's physics, not, not chemistry. But so many people, like, I don't know, they just overthink the whole... I've got to neg her. I've got to insult her every time I compliment her. Because I read the game by Neil Strauss 14 years ago because it came in the form of a Bible. And it was a marketing, genius marketing move by the publishers of that book. Um, but who cares, man? Like... I mean, some of my best friends, some of the guys and girls I've seen who are just killing it on the dating scene have never once read a book because you know what is the best wingman? Success. And you know what brings success? Personal happiness. Uh, you see how I tied those all three things in there. And how do you get personal happiness? You look inwards and then you pay for the apps because you have money. <laughs> but um, yeah, don't overthink it. Stop reading so much about it. I know it's, I think it's called like intellectual porn or productivity porn where you sp you like plan so much time trying to be productive or analyze something that you never actually end up doing it. You know, you read 19,000 books on how to write a movie, yet um, you could have read three books and then written the movie. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people uh, don't realize that. Experience is the best teacher, at, regardless of what anybody says. Um, number four, uh, for those of you who go to bars and clubs and then look around and literally try to eye hump everybody in the place, and the second you realize there's only 12 girls and only three are cute out of the 70 that are there, um, everyone can see you do that, bro. Don't do that. Um, you don't believe me? Imagine if Brad Pitt or Jennifer Aniston, and these are my references, but imagine if they were at a bar of 100, you would probably notice them, which means your eyes, your retinas are actually scanning the entire place. So if you're doing that, everybody else is doing that to you. And if you are trying to eye hump every single girl there looking around, like we've all seen this, I've done it, we've all been there, where you walk in with like seven guys to a bar, already you're miserable. Um, and then all you guys do is sit out in the smoking patio and just look around. You're just like literally looking. All right, who can I talk to? Just do it, man. Just do it. Come on, man. Just do it. And you don't. And you just ruin everybody's experience. And I don't blame you, but uh, I'm telling you, you don't forget that people are watching you uh, when you're single. Have a smile on your face and, you know, enjoy yourself there. If you are having a bad time, it just seems like whatever. I mean, talk to your friends about something else. And if they're the ones doing that, you know, just be like, hey, man, I'm going to go for a walk or screw this or whatever. Um, what else? What else? What else? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Many people have misguided expectations. Number five, your expectations are misguided or I hate to say it, they might be too high or they might be too low. You know, um, I have a lot of friends who I will set him or her up on a date and then they'll be like, eh, he's too tall, eh, he's too short, eh, she's too this, ah, eh, he's too that. And it's like, fine, okay, I understand, not your type, but for the love of God, please, at least you, you haven't been on a date in nine months, please just go out 
and have a drink with this person or a coffee with this person, even if you have no physical attraction, even if you have no chemistry. Um, at the very least, force yourself out there. Who knows? Maybe you'll meet somebody else while you're out. Maybe your group of friends will join in and it'll be like a you know six-person thing. It might be fun there. Somebody might bring somebody else. Um, but I just really hate people who are like just shooting down person after person after person. Even my buddy, you know, one of my friends yesterday was talking to me about how he met this really cute girl on Shadi, Shadi.com or Shadi.com, the app now or whatever. And um, they matched and they were chit-chatting on Shadi.com. And then the girl's father from Canada called uh, called this guy and he was like, what do you do? Tell me about my daughter. <laughs> that's my That's my Indian accent all the time. Um, but I find it so funny, dude, like, I mean, now, like, you know, parents are doing half the stuff for a lot of kids and it's, re it's really sad that, uh, you know, I mean, your experience may vary and I know parents know what's best for each of us, but by a certain age, I would assume by 25, 30, you should have enough control of your life, uh, to make your own bigger decisions. And if your parents are still saying, no, you have to get somebody like this because it's going to do this or that. And you're, you know, inherently opposed to that. If you love it, fine. And if you, if that's all you want to do, be my guest. And nothing wrong with that. Not judging at all. If your dad has a factory, it's doing well. You want to take it over and just start a family and have some kids and you trust them completely, by all means. Um, but it is just a difficult system. And I feel like people's expectations can be very misguided, too high, too low, different standards, hypocritical standard, opposing standards, and get your head out of your ass, please. And, you know, remember we're in 2019. And at the very least, get out there. Um, which leads into number six is you don't go outside. All right. I hate this so much. Netflix, Tinder, Swiggy, Uber, Zomato. There's an app for everything that makes your life so easy, yet nobody wants to go outside and smell the roses. And you need to, you know, just think about it, dude. Not even 15 years ago, not even 15 years ago, the majority of people met their girlfriends, wives, boyfriends, husbands, partners, whatever, uh, purely by being out, dude. And look at how shit that was. Like, you know, a lot of bars, you know, that, um, a lot of like dark lighting, a lot of like seeing people at their worst. But at the same time, you know, a lot of real relationships that happened at the office, at the workplace, uh, you know, hell, even at church, at the temple, whatever. And I think it's very important and we all don't. I know you're listening to a podcast, but hopefully you're outside driving somewhere at the gym doing something while you hear me. Um, and lastly, guys, lastly, because we're approaching minute 20, I'm almost done, uh, why you're still single for the Dating India podcast, uh, which is actually the Birdie Num Num podcast, but this is like a mini series I do. You mess up on first dates and... By messing up, you either don't dress well or you dress too well. Um, you know, wear nice shoes, guys. Please wear nice shoes. Girls will notice shoes, so please do wear that. Um, or you just, you know, you think dinner and a movie is the way to go. And that is probably the worst first date idea because a movie, you can't really talk and you're uncomfortably sitting looking at some other person's more interesting story than both of your guys's. And uh, number two, ugh, dinner, all you're going to do is eat and get through the meal. And that's kind of your only, that's kind of your only goal. No, man, like if you're going to go for a date, go to the museum, go to a walk, go to one of these pop-up flea markets, you know, that happen all over the place. Hell, even go to the mall, be like, I want to find a nice jacket. And how about we just go to the food court? And I feel like a lot of women take pride on not, not being pretentious. So like, you know, if you're like, Hey, there's a really good spicy, spicy chow mein guy at the food court i love it nobody knows about him and we can walk around the mall and get some ice cream or just roam around 
And then maybe after two, three hours of that, you know, if you want to watch a movie, I think that makes sense. But uh, the whole dinner and a movie as the main first date or just the movie or just a dinner, I don't know, man. Like, I think the... I don't think first dates are very difficult um, as people make them out to be. I just think if you take the difficult process or time of planning a good first date and being a little bit original, the rest will fall into place. And that's about it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's Birdie Num Num podcast on why you're still single. I know my voice is a little bit toned down right now because my lady is in the other room studying for um, some medical stuff um you know doctors uh, doctors are so funny dude you know like you know she'll come in like oh i had the worst day i just like had to like save a baby and like save the world and cure cancer how was your day and i'm like yeah my instagram account was down uh you know i couldn't upload my stories <laughs> that's so god we're so full of shit aren't we boys and girls but uh, anyways let me know what you guys think any questions you have you want me to talk about next hit me up on the socials and uh yeah i hope uh if anyone has stories about how they got out of being single or how they met their person through unconventional means or even conventional means um, i think a great idea by the way for a business would be to share messaging screenshots of people like from who matched on tinder or bumble or whatever and then you literally just tracked like how the guy or girl handled every question and how they were unique or fun or whatever um because we as indians love to reverse engineer everything and rather than just learn it we rather just copy the design and then just apply it <laughs> you know so i might get shit for that but uh what good is a podcast if it's not fun and you know thought provoking so uh thank you guys so much i appreciate all of you who are listening our numbers have been improving uh quite steadily actually i'm very impressed and a lot of people are taking an interest so thank you so much and i will see you next week birdie num num birdie num num birdie num num birdie num num that's right